previously on We Are More Than the Podcast. So what I'm saying may not be super popular, but again, the only way I can help anybody is if they make it to jail. The only way, again, I know we don't have much confidence because, again, these documents were written before we a lot of people were labeled to be citizens. A lot of people were deemed to be human let alone not mm. property. So it's tough to have faith in those documents, but the only way they can support you or protect you is if you make it to jail. And there are certain regulations that protect you on the roadside. But unfortunately, again, I think some of these cops are operating like the wild, wild west. So they don't care about those rules either. Um, but fully in play, a lot of rules come into play. A lot of protections come to play if, if you go in on the inside. I got you. So let me, let me, <laughs> Let me ask you this. So based off of what you've done uh, growing up until now, where you've been in life, your career from lawyer to judge, would you encourage anyone to not necessarily walk your path, but yeah. follow your career as far as lawyer, judge? I bet you, I bet you, you don't want to. Hmm. All right, so I told you last time about the homie I thought was eating people. Let me get up there, right? Let me get up there. So, so again, right? Again, fickle, 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 petty. Like this how we start off. Listen, I'm I'm applying to law school because this cat. Who I know, right? I I'm better, right? Like I'm smart, I'm a hard worker. Oh, Dexter and I think Morgan. he's eating people, right? <laughs> That's he talking about applying. I'm a, I'm gonna apply. Give you an update. I saw him a week ago. Damn. Oh, okay. And I made an ultra effort to make sure I talked to him, I'm assess him with my eyes, talk to him, and he's doing well. So false alarm, maybe, <laughs> or at least he's not still eating people. I don't know. But maybe, he looked to be maybe reformed. Maybe ain't in the bush. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And he's, got a, he's got a baby. Well, I said baby. He's got a one-year-old. You know, he's married. So he's vibing. And at least, you know what I mean, he looks better than he did. Um, I asked him if he was still patrolling the streets at night. What? And he said he wasn't. So, you know, he might be reformed. <laughs> a good woman can do anything for you, right? Like, Boy. <laughs> so... So I would, I, it's going to be tough, man. You'll get a lot of people that enjoy their profession and will tell you quick, oh, you're interested to be a teacher? Do it. You're interested in being a doctor? Do it. Mine is, you're going to have to do a questionnaire with me because I think a lot of people want to be lawyers because I've heard people ask me, do you think I should be a lawyer? Do you think I should go to law school? I'll, I'll say, well, why do you think you have an interest in law school? I like to argue a lot. Nah, that's not a profession. Nah, for you. hell no. It's got to be more than that. Um, other people said, well, I want to be a judge one day. Nah, it's not necessarily the craft. Because every judge doesn't have to be a lawyer. A lot of people right. don't understand that. And, and just, I, I feel just like. It's a bachelor's degree, right? Well, <laughs> and some, some other stuff. Some don't have to have bachelor's. Excuse me? So, okay. So here we go. So, so I feel like I'm doing what's a schoolhouse rock <laughs> on the bill in the I'm law school. I'm just a bill. So, understand, y'all. Some of these judges you've gone before, we're making a lot of assumptions about them. Um, some of these judges that you're going before do not have law, law degrees. Tons of lawyers don't, I mean, excuse me, tons of judges don't have law degrees. It is not required by the statute. Some of them have bachelor's degrees and some of them do not. 
It is not required by the statute at all levels. Now, big time, and I hate to do it like this because we got some people in different states, so I'm not going to give it how South Carolina says it, but I would say essentially big court, a court that can send you away for more than a year for prison, those are lawyers. Those are lawyers as judges. A court that can give you 30 days, that may not be a lawyer. A court that can make you write a set, uh, make you pay a citation, that may not be a lawyer. A court that may be able to kick you out of your house because you pay your rent, uh, that may not be a lawyer. So, Kay, and simply put, I, I there's a couple more questions. Um, my my career path was tough. I think we kind of touched on that a little bit. Right. I almost didn't make it out of law school. Um, again, I told you I negotiated my transcript. Yeah, you got to get the gap, though. Yeah, that's, yeah. but that's different. But it, but but again, if I didn't have that and my transcript was as dirt as it was, there's no telling where I would be right now. Right. Um. So. I think it depends on what you're willing to do. Law school is hard. It's a ton of studying. Um, it's not the most fun environment. You're going to make some friends that's going to keep a life sure. The profession sucks sometimes. The content I deal with sucks sometimes. Um, but there's multiple types of law where people enjoy it. People enjoy doing real estate closings. People enjoy writing wills. People enjoy adoptions. You know, happy stuff. But, you know, dealing with sending people to jail every day or dealing with people that beat up on their kids every day, it gets tough. So, sure, y'all, if, if you want to make a difference, um, if you want to be a part of your community, if you want to be a motivational piece for people, sure, I think being a lawyer would be good. But understand that it's hard work. I mean, and everything is hard work. I mean, there's people working in manufacturing where it's hard work. So everything is hard work. But this is an intellectual toll. I think I shared with Kay off off the record one time, and I know I shared it with Jay one time. Is it's tough being a lawyer because this, right? Where you go, right? (laughs) Right. So listen. So if your homie is a mechanic, right, (laughs) or if your homie is a dentist, or your homie is a baker, you know, you you want the hookup, or you want to ask them for a favor, and you don't call your dentist in the middle of the night. You know, um, and then more than likely, your dentist is going to ask you to schedule your appointment. Like even if it's your homie and he's your dentist, you got to go to his office. Um, even if your homie is a mechanic. Yeah, you got to the house. You got to meet him somewhere. Yeah. Right. You got to let him see your car. Um, if your homie is a baker, you're going to pick up the cupcakes when they make the cupcakes. See, with me being an attorney and other attorneys. And let this be a public service announcement. Right, y'all? Because <laughs> what's happening is a lot of people think attorneys are jerk. But, but what y'all don't realize is you lean on your friends that are attorneys all the time. See, my resource, my asset is my brain. So people will call me in the middle of the night. Hey, man, I just got a letter from the IRS. They say I owe this much. What can I do? I don't practice tax law. But still, man, you went to law school, so you should be able to tell me. Okay. Hey, man, my wife trying to divorce me. I don't do divorces. But yeah, man, you an attorney. Hey, man, it's Saturday night, nine o'clock. I know, man, but I didn't want to call you while you were at work. Nigga, what? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so it's like. So you call me when I went to fail? Exactly. Exactly. But at the same time, so A, I'm a jerk. If I, wanna, if I don't want to talk to you about something, I don't practice. Because essentially, if I give you advice for something I don't practice, that's malpractice, y'all. And I can lose my license for that. B, I'm a jerk because I ain't got time for it on a Saturday night. 
and then C, I'm a super jerk if I do have time and I charge you. Right. So it's a no win situation. Um, I think people think because you're an attorney, it's like, oh, you should know everything that's legal. Mm. I'll tell y'all again. And again, this is just like use Google. Use Google. A lot of times when I help people out and they ask me stuff. I'm using Google. Right. right. I'm using Google because I want to be helpful and I don't want to come off like a jerk. My biggest fear that somebody out here thinks I'm a jerk. So I don't want to be a jerk and I want to be helpful. So I'm legit Googling stuff just like y'all. Hold on. That's a fear of yours that somebody yeah, might think you. I don't, I don't. I mean, honestly, bro, this is this is so ignorant. Right. But this is one of the things that drives me. OK. I want my funeral to be packed. I mean, packed, okay. like standing room only, bro. Okay. And I want people to be there because they want to be, be able to say nice things. I don't want it to be packed because everybody's everybody wants to. I'm just trying to make sure he did. I'm trying to make sure he did. You know what I'm saying? I don't want it to be packed because everybody wants to talk trash about me, right? Because you can have it packed one way or the other. Man, I but remember I, when I called him. <laughs> he told had, me he didn't do that. I right? had some tax information, some tax issues going on, and he going to tell me. <laughs> Well, y'all cold blooded. Mm-hmm. I want all y'all to know y'all cold blooded. <laughs> so, so, so that's that's ignorant, right? Because I'm not gonna be there, obviously, right? I'm not gonna be there. But at the same time, I'm I'm working towards my funeral. I remember Dame Dash said one time, "Ain't nobody coming to history." Damn. Well, listen, he no, y'all, people gonna be there, I man. Mean, Rock Nation. Yeah, but listen. <laughs> well, no. Dame Dash said, and I guess this was wordplay on his name. He said, "You you you live for the dash." You live for the dash. Basically, the time in between when you're born and when you die. Right. I kind of flipped that. I'm living for the end because I, I want everybody to only say positive things about me. And you're going to have some people that's going to not say positive things. But I I don't want it to be just. Like, I just want it to be haters. If they, right. You know what I mean? Because you're going to have that. Nobody's just going to be perfect. I mean, they hated Jesus. You know what I mean? So Yeah, so you're in good company if they hate you. Well, let's get back to that, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So, but, I'm, but saying all that to say, y'all, understand that sometimes if attorneys shut you down, it's not because they're being a jerk. Um, it's because they don't know. And, and sometimes it's better to just simply say, I don't know, and you let them walk away than them misleading you. Because they could, A, mislead you and you make a mistake. And then B, they could potentially lose their license because they're misleading you also. And you didn't even pay them for it. So um, in summary, Kay, I would want to have more conversations with people that want to be lawyers. My first instinct is to ask them if they're willing to be a doctor. I usually I usually kind of send people the other way, want to be a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I graduated, I graduated in a recession and the jobs were limited. Man, some of my classmates were working at the gas station full time. Um, and I know they always need doctors. But again, if they don't want to cut people, if they don't want to spend that much time in school, let's let's have a talk. Let's have a talk. You know. Yeah. And I almost felt bad because you were like, you know, people hit you up, ask you by information. But I can honestly say I've only asked you, yo, who do you know? Sure. That does this. And then and then if I can help, we talk right. about it. Yep. Because there are some issues you were like, yo, ask said about this. Mm-hmm. And then I hit up said and said was like, yo, this the chick that yep. you need to talk yep. to. So that's always been my thing. Is is because I don't ever want to assume my my sister's uh past friend mm-hmm. <laughs> i would hit him up and i would say hey this 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 and this is going on because he used to work at uh well i think he works for the city of columbia right now mm-hmm. and i would hit him up and instead of asking him the specific question that i have is this something you do if not who 
and then he would always kind of plug me in. So that's always been been my saving grace because I don't just pick up the phone and say, "Hey man, I got this situation going on." Oh, brother. And I, I respect and, that, bro. And I'm pretty sure you get. Oh, I get it all the time. I respect call. that though. And what's funny, you mentioned said I sent a lot of them to said. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what's funny, like there are some situations and there are some people that I met now. And, and maybe this is me kind of stepping out, but before I ever introduce them to the people who need help, mm-hmm. I'm usually asking them the questions that were already Screening asked to it. me. That's perfect. And it's one of those, once I've screened you and I'm like, okay, you can help. Mm-hmm. This is the person that I need you to talk to. This is the kind of conversation you're going to have. Oh, so now you prepare. Okay, so that's yeah. perfect. Okay, so yeah. again, if you send in people, if you asking questions for people and you want to send them to your attorney friends, Kate gives a great example. He going to kind of screen it out. I had a homeboy. Uh, and he made it seem like such an emergency. He called me Thursday night about 1030. And what happens is, guys, you, you get people in your circle to where you answer the call. If they call you at a weird time, you're going to answer. Because, again, you're thinking maybe this is them being pulled over. Right, right. Maybe this is somebody in dire straits. He's like, man, it's an emergency, man. My cousin got a real estate question. I used to dibble and dabble in some real estate. Real estate question, man, they really need your help. I said, okay, well, tell them to call me in the morning. I got court at this time. Tell them to call me beforehand. So she called me at eight o'clock. I'm prepared, thinking it's super urgent. Like somebody's got a note, a note on their door saying they got to vacate, whatever. She says, um, my payment for my a mobile home is due on the 5th. Is it okay if I send in the check and post date it to the 8th? Excuse me? Right. True story, bro. So now, A... I'm mad at the homie. Bruh. B, I don't understand why you think this is a legal question, lady. You trying to pay your payment three days after you is due. So I said to her, well, ma'am, what's your contract say? Have you looked at your contract to see when they imply a late fee? When they implement a late fee? How many days grace do you get? Oh, it says I get five days. I said, well, ma'am, that would be the 10th. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But now I'm coming off like a jerk, right? right. See, but that... <laughs> That interrupts a good song <laughs> while you drive. <laughs> but see, again, I'm coming off like a jerk because now I'm just doing math and arithmetic with right. you. But legit, lady, how is this urgent? How is this a legal question? And then she goes on to say, oh, okay, well, I'm going to send it on the 8th. All right. And then she says, I'm going to write the 10th, though. Well, Huh? All right, whatever. Right. Hold on. Hold on. So what are we doing now? So you What are we doing now? So why don't you just write the 10 from the beginning since you got a 5-day grace period? You tripping, shorty. And then she says, "Well, on another mobile home, we paid for a tap fee." And I just thought about something. He's going to hear this. He listens. Bro, so he's yeah. going <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, I appreciate you listening, brother. <laughs> oh, he might. This might be the last time. Nah, um, nah, don't stop. So this she asked me about a tap. We'll have fee. Chris on again. A, a tap <laughs> fee, right? Like a tap fee is where you and I really don't understand this. A tap fee, I think, is where you pay to get water for the mobile home. Okay. We paid for a tap fee. Do they give us that money back once the tap is done or whatever? And I said, ma'am, I I actually have no knowledge of this. I've I've never dealt when it comes to mobile home, real estate transactions, anything like that. Yeah, but you've done real estate before, right? Yeah. And your wife's a realtor, right? Yeah. 
But you, so, so if I pay this, I said, ma'am, I'm telling you, I don't know. You need to look at your contract. Okay. And we hung up. Yeah. And a lot of times and I, I'm not a lawyer by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) You ain't marrying people. I'm I'm not a a psychologist by any stretch (laughs) of the imagination. I disagree with that one. You know, sometimes I just get on here and I I talk about how I feel (laughs) and, and the way I see things going. So that's why I always start, you know, my opinion. Right. Um, but when it when it comes to those certain things, and I don't know is actually a good response. No, it's not. It's not accepted. No, but it's not accepted. It's but not it's accepted. A, but it's a good response. It's not accepted. Because though. I don't want to piss on you and tell you it's raining. What? So if I don't know, then then that means find your answer elsewhere. Just because you have a JD doesn't mean that you are King Law. Right. Just like if you're a plastic surgeon, maybe you know somewhere how to deliver a baby. Right. But that's not your, that that ain't what you do. You don't deliver babies every day. Right. So like it's, it's sometimes I don't know is needs to be accepted. It needs to be accepted. Maybe you don't want to accept it, but it needs to be accepted because again, you said if I steer you wrong, I'm it's trouble. my fault. I could be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> my dog. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's the thing, right? That's so understand, crazy. accepting when people don't know. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. So, so in summary, if, if someone was interested in being an attorney, we're going to have to talk a little bit more. Right. And, and I think that will be helpful for them as well. Um, because you, you'll run into people that do professions and they'll simply tell you, hey, yeah, do it. It's great. Nah, you got to ask a little bit more questions. And I use teacher as an example, man. Teaching. Wow, teachers. Teachers. My mom's man. been trying to get me into the classroom, bro. Teaching is amazing, bro. And, and what I mean by that is... Word challenge. With amazing. Word challenge. But continue. <laughs> teaching. <laughs> teaching. And what I mean by that is teachers have such impacts on kids. I've got so Agreed. many stories about yeah. teachers, man. I can remember, and they do this thing now. I don't know if they still do it because it's really getting hard for teachers now. Um, but they used to do this thing where they would try to ensure teachers went into certain communities. And it was teachers they weren't familiar, that, that weren't familiar with the community they were trying to put them in. Essentially putting teachers from outside the hood into the hood, into the right? Hood. Yeah. And I don't know if that was both two parts or one part where we had to make sure people were teaching in the hood or we had to make sure people from the outside were teaching in the hood to kind of show them two parts, what the hood looked like. And then maybe they can kind of share some things from outside the hood, you know? Um, I can remember just the impact teachers had. So... It's amazing, bro. Um, it was funny, though. I was going to open up with, with with Kanye, bro. Like, uh, what Kanye say? Uh, it was all good just a week ago. They feel themselves. Yeah. They watch this pod drop, right? And they kill themselves. themselves, right? And that, just for reference, y'all, that's from Watch the Throne, Jay-Z, Kanye. Ham. The song's called Ham. H-A-M. <laughs> Hard as a mother, right? Yeah. I can remember I had a friend kill himself, man, middle school. Shoot. Eighth grade, right? His name was Teddy. Um, 
And Teddy was the type of cat. Again, our environment was rough, dog. We came up. Again, you you wondering if what you're going to eat tonight. You wonder if your light's on. You wonder if you're getting evicted. You wonder if you're going to be able to walk through the hood and not get picked on and bullied, whatever. And I can remember walking through. Well, not walking through. Excuse me. I can remember Teddy was beat down because this chick was not feeling him. She had actually broken up with him. She was in 10th. He was in 8th. Uh, which is weird thinking about it. Teddy but had game. Teddy had game. Um, he was just in. A, he was a sensitive, smooth guy, and this girl really liked him because he was a sensitive, smooth guy. But understanding, this is what I would tell Teddy too. Understanding, bro, we at middle school. She's at high school every day, so she dealing with eleventh and twelfth graders, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so while we walking home, because in Jersey you you didn't catch the bus after elementary. Um, they would bus elementary students, but from six to 12th grade, you walk to school. That's just how it was. Okay. No matter the weather, sleet, snow, whatever. Right. Um, so I can remember like Teddy, yo, we walking home from school, man, this cat's driving and she broke his heart and it was just a tough day. Uh, my man, Luther that I mentioned earlier, right. um, me, Teddy and Alan, all lived in the same project. And Teddy went to Luther's house, like, yeah, just crying, just beat down. And he was like, man, Luther just wasn't hearing it. I guess Luther was probably busy putting my wardrobe together the next day. But <laughs> then he went to Alan. Alan wasn't hearing it. Alan was dealing, Alan um, had a brother that had MS and he was suffering. And um, Alan was like, man, I ain't got time. I got to deal with my little brother. He came to my house. Um, I think our lights were getting cut off the next day. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yo, Teddy, I don't have time for this, man. And Teddy left my house. So let me give you a little bit of backstory. We used to catch trains. And what I mean by that is we used to jump trains. There was a railroad at the end of our street in this project community. And we would hop trains. Um, we, I won't, well, let me say it this way. This is juvenile stuff, so I think I'm clear. Robert! And we would take cargo. I mean, we would take stuff off the trains. We would hop trains and just ride them and not where we would go, know where we would go. One time we hopped this train. Again, we in New Jersey and we ended up in Delaware. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and the train stopped and we ended up in Delaware and had to figure out how to get home, man, whatever. So um, Teddy left my house for me telling him, look, man, it's going to be okay. Don't worry about this chick. Obviously, she didn't love you. Whatever, right? And I can't deal with this because I think the lights are getting cut off tonight. That's how the way they would do it in New Jersey. They cut your lights off at 1201. That was the end of the day, you know? Right. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get everything I can in place before these lights hit. And Teddy left my unit, my, 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 my building, and went down the hill and threw himself in front of the train, right? Sure. And I can remember, this goes, I'm going to loop it back around Damn. to the teachers. Nowadays, if kids kill themselves or nowadays, if kids die in car accidents, like the counties do a good job of having grief teams on deck. Okay. Meaning when you walk into that building, there's people meeting you at the door saying, hey, these people are here if you want to talk. Guidance is available. These people are here. And uh, shout out to Teddy's family, man, because I got kids his age now. So imagining my kid throwing herself in the train, in front of a train like that is tough. So, um, saying all that to say, you know, you, I talked about how they want to cycle teachers that's not from the community into the community, and that's that's a tough experience, tough experiment. 
And nowadays when people have grief teams and grief counseling, try to support you and help you. I can remember my teacher sitting up. So Teddy killed himself on a Saturday. I can remember Monday morning. Everybody's just like, yo, I can't believe Teddy's gone. I can remember my teacher saying, she was from the hood. She was from the community. She's like, listen, Teddy gone, y'all. Um, y'all know what it's like to live here. Y'all know what it's like to come up here. It ain't for the week. Damn. This is what my teacher's telling me. Open in the morning. Like, I'm we done pledge allegiance. This is the first thing she say after that. I'm it ain't sorry. for the week. When we used to pledge allegiance. Right. Yeah. It ain't for the week. And you got to be built tough to survive here, y'all. And Teddy wasn't built for it. That was the. That's what my teacher told me. And so I took that as an eighth grader, like. Again, because I'm telling you how much of an impact teachers had on me. I took that as an eighth grader, like, yo. I got to be different just to make it out of here. I got to be different just to survive. If she telling me this cat. 14 years old, threw himself in front of the train. And basically it was his own fault because he wasn't tough enough to be with us. Yes. But. So let me let me give you a little bit more, right? I had another cat. His name was, uh, well, I won't do that. His last name was Hutchinson. He was a teacher. Um, he was fresh out of, well, he graduated college, played wide receiver in college, had a couple shots at the league, didn't make it, became a teacher. And I can remember being, it was me and two of my homies. We were an in-school suspension. Which I'll never be in again. <laughs> well, hope not. But well, I mean, well, well, I you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't yeah. suggest that oh, to anyone. God, hell no. We were in in-school suspension, man, and somehow we vibed to where we all up, end up in the bathroom at the same time. And then I remember this like it was yesterday, bro. And it was near Valentine's Day, and uh, not to go into too much detail, but I was talking to my homies about, yo, I need to do this. To get some dough to buy my girl something for Valentine's Day. Again, we talking ninth grade. Right. And and this was some illegal legal activity, man. Um, it's like, okay, man, well, let's do this. We can do that, you know, because I gotta get my girl this, whatever. And Hutch, Hutchinson walks in and he's like, yo, what y'all in words in here doing? Y'all get back to ISS. So then he comes to us individually, again from the community. And he's like, yo, I heard y'all in words in there. This is a teacher, right? Right. I heard y'all in words in there talking about doing these crimes and doing this to get money. What's wrong with y'all? I'm like, man, I'm just trying to get some dough. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo. He pulls out this big wad out of his pocket. And this is when I could tell he flipped. But the fact that he called me the N-word didn't kind of, didn't hit yet. It didn't register. <laughs> but now this is when I'm recognizing he flips because he pulled out his wad of dough and he's like, yo. I see how y'all be clowning my car. That's fine. You see my lady though, right? I'm like, oh, okay. She bad, ain't she? I'm like, oh, okay. And look at this money. Hutch got money, N-word, right? So I'm looking like, well, Mr. Hutchinson, where are we going with this? <laughs> right? <laughs> you just came, you pulled me aside to stun on me, dog? He's like, I hear you in there talking about doing that stuff. That ain't the way to go, young buck. You, what do you call me, young buck, I think? That ain't the way to go. Y'all N-words is crazy. Y'all N-words is dumb. Because Hutch got dough. And you seen my lady, dog. I was like, all right, Mr. Hutchinson. He's like, you need to quit all that stuff now and become a teacher. Boom, 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 boom. Like, what? But saying all that to say, like... 
you know, he was Come just on, trying. He, listen, no, he was just trying to save me, mm-hmm. and, and the only way he knew to do that was because I think he kind of touched on, yo, I, I recognize that you're a baller, man, and you might be able to do some things professionally. But he kind of reflected on the fact that he was the baller too. And he didn't make it pro. So he didn't want me to have that pipe dream. He was like, man, you got to do something that's legit, gotcha. fixed, two weeks, every two weeks paycheck. And his his buildup was, look, I'm fresh. I got cash. My lady's fine. You know what I mean? Right. So, All the things that you want. Right. Right. So that was his way of telling me. I mean, obviously being a teacher, it saved his life. You know, I mean, not, I don't want to say saved his life, but had allowed him to get the things that he thought I was pursuing. So I got that message, man. Um, I didn't become a teacher and I didn't stop doing foul stuff, but, <laughs> you know I mean? but I hear you though. Yes, I hear you. But saying all that to say, man, how important teachers are. I can remember in elementary school, man, I had two, two teachers, Miss Shoppy and Miss Gold, and they got to be dead now, bro. But Damn, um, why are you killing people? Cause they were all at the time. <laughs> And I can remember them telling me, we're going to tell your mother to come up here. We need to have a conference. I'm like, okay, fine. This is elementary school, dog. This is fourth, fifth grade. Um, so she she brings me in there. She says this in front of my mother. She's like, Chris is a diabolical. This is the most diabolical <laughs> Manipulative. Mississippi. Deviant mastermind. That is only out to encourage others to be disruptive and cause harm. He is not here for learning. He is not here for organization. He is here for the opposite. Said this in front of my mother, dog. She she called you diabolical. Diabolical mastermind. That's what I got caught up on. So listen, right? So my mother looks at me and half these words, I'm like, what? She looks at me then looks at them looks back at me and looks at them and says, this is fourth grade, y'all. What? Hold and on. If, right. This is fourth grade. <laughs> and, and if y'all can't have more influence over your students than a nine-year-old kid, what are y'all doing as teachers? Chris, get your stuff. Let's go. And I didn't go back to school. Now, again, that may have been the end of the 45 days. Right. It may have been time right. to move. Yeah, as, as but that made the statement around. even more bold, right? They didn't know that. Hey, <laughs> get your bags. Let's go. They didn't know it was time to move. But either way, you I can remember that. to another school anyway. Right. So it's just amazing. Anybody that's a teacher out there, anybody that's got any interaction with young people, just know, man, you, you got a big influence, man. Because I remember that to this day, how those teachers affected me. One teacher, A, telling me basically get over the fact that your friend and kid himself, he wasn't built for this. Another teacher flashing money and telling me how bad his chick was. And another two set, a set of teachers telling me I was diabolical in the fourth grade. So, yikes. Sheesh. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> insane. Like, who tells a fourth grader that? See, when I hear things like that, all I think about is um, Allure by Jay-Z. Okay. When he started off with... Uh, I felt so inspired by what the teacher said. She said, I'd be either be dead or be a reefer head. Yes. Not sure if that's how adults speak to kids. Right. Yeah. So like, and I'm not a Jay-Z. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Price is Right tune right there. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. I've always said that Jay-Z is in a class of his own. Oh, gosh. That's just the way to not get punched in the face. That's what you're avoiding, getting punched in the face. Yes. But Jay-Z is just not the GOAT to me. Like, he's not. 
But no, let it be known. Not just not the GOAT. He's not even in my top 10. That's, That's fine. No, it's not. Michael Jordan is not in Carl Malone's top 10. What? Like, he's not. He, he's not in Carl Malone's top 10. So now you're the mailman. Perhaps. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. Never mind. Let me retract that statement. Now you're the mailman. Nah. Who let it be known told Kobe Bryant Kobe, he was sitting courtside wearing a cowboy hat. Vanessa Bryant asked Carl Malone, What you hunting? He says, Little Mexican girl. Oh my God. <laughs> let it be known. Oh Carl Malone said that to Kobe Bryant's wife. Nope. Nope. So no. No. You are not the ma- you are not, not the mailman. I'm not the mailman by any stretch of the imagination. But, but yeah, no, Jay Z's not in your top ten. Yeah. Dideline, dideline, dideline. Those are my top five. If anybody want to know, those are my top five because he spits hot fire. That's so But no, like it it makes me think of that Jay Z lyric because like I've had teachers that I can honestly say they saved my high school experience. Sure. And uh-huh. I, I got another story. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. And I was I was gonna harp on the fact that like you like I don't I don't think y'all understand. When Chris talks, people listen. Cause he's a hell of a storyteller. Like it's he he takes you with them. Like I was with you in Jersey in eighth grade just now. Oh yeah. Yeah, like yeah. when you were talking about that. So um but yeah, so I, I think about that Jay lyric because there are so many adults that can either and if and if you're not raised right or you don't have like a, a drive about yourself, they can either make or break your future. Right. Which is unfortunate that adults have that kind of power. But I was listening to a pastor, a pastor that a lot of people don't really rock with. Uh oh. But he said, whoever has your ear has your future. Mm. So and I and I think people should really dive into that. It's, it's not the messenger. It's the message, right? So, uh, but but what was the the so okay? So let me tell about this this one, right? So just just to show like how important teachers are, one way or the other, just to show how important they are. Um, I threw a a party. Hmm. It was a prom night. I didn't go to the prom that year. But or, you threw the party for the prom. Well, well, the, the so here we party. go. Something, something like that, right? Again, My this is be- man. <laughs> this is before social media, y'all. This is before you know. I mean, every a couple of people had cell phones. Most of us had pagers. I'm gonna date myself there. Most of us had, had pagers. But um, I threw a party in a small apartment, and I say small it was a two bedroom and had a kitchen and a living room. Um, I think it had one bathroom, and. It was like, yo, man, we're going to throw a party. I'm not going to the prom. Well, not going to this prom, at least. Um, we're going to throw a party. So it was me, two of my homies. I think we had some natural light. <laughs> some Boone's <laughs> Farms. Not some natty light. Listen to me, bro. That Boone's? That's church wine. <laughs> that Boone's Farm. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Golly. High school, boy. Them, them girls what, love that Snow Creek the strawberry, Berry, dog. Oh, that Strawberry, strawberry Hill. Hill that's <laughs> That's Strawberry Hill and I'll that's Strawberry Creek Hill today, Berry. bro. Man, but anyway, right? Boone's Farm. So I had I had about Shout eight bottles Boone's. of Boone's Farm, some Natty Light, I had some chicken I was gonna barbecue. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, we gonna throw a party. So <laughs> it ended up exploding again. I I told you the dynamics of this apartment. This apartment's probably 800 square feet. I promise you, there were 85 people at this party. Was this the one you had on y'all? Yeah, this is me. Yeah, this yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and understand high schools, 
high school's different now. But when I came up in high school, you didn't like the other high schools. And you didn't really like, well, my goal in high school was to have a girl from each high school. Like that was either way. We're gonna move on. Been there. Done so that. there you go. Yeah. So you had you had a group of high school, they were on the back patio. You had another group of high school, they were in the living room. You had another group of high school, they were in the kitchen. You had another group of high school, which is weird. They were kind of gathering on the stairs. Another group of high school was in my mother's room, which was really crazy. <laughs> so it's just, it's out of control. I mean, it's out of control. I'm in this community, it's out of control. 75, 85 kids in this little apartment, out of control. First person comes to the door is the landlord, who happens to be the mayor of the town. Ah, oh, shucks. She says, you gotta shut this party down. No, close the door, in her face. To the mayor? To the mayor and the landlord. Okay. Same person. Next thing, she comes back with the fire department. Y'all got too many people in there. Y'all need to shut it down. No. Close the door, in her face. <laughs> landlord, mayor, same person, fire department. They call the cops. Cops come. Y'all got too many people here, and I know y'all in here drinking. Too many people. Y'all need to close it down. Close the door in the face. No. I don't even know what's going on right now, right? Yeah, not making it to jail. That's what's going on. Right. <laughs> Listen to me. Two apartments down is my home ec teacher. They go get the home ec teacher. Listen, mind you now. Mayor slash landlord. Right. No, I'm missing a person. Apartment manager. Apartment okay. manager. Close face. Boom. No. She get the mayor slash landlord. Close face. Boom. No. Fire department. Closing the face. No. Cops. No. And they're all standing there together. It's not like they tag out. They all come as one unit. They go two houses down to get my home ec teacher, Miss Horton. Miss Horton comes to the door. Open the door. No, one of my homies opened the door. He said, Miss Horton out here, man. All right. What's up, Miss Horton? Now, Chris, you know you got too many people in this place. Y'all need to shut this party down. Hey, y'all. Y'all got to go. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm telling you, the only person who could ever do that to me would have been my ag teacher, Coach Haynes. Well, there you go. That's the only person that could. It, Coach Haynes, Tila Witherspoon, and Norman Ivy are the only three that had the power to say something to me and I shut it all the way there down. There you go. I was at a senior cookout and they heard me cuss. Mm -hmm. Coach Haynes pulled me aside and said, hey man, they got this image of you, you a good kid, this, that, and the third. Don't do that no more. I didn't curse for the rest of the school year, bro. Mm. Coach Haynes, mm. he wasn't even a coach. He, he officiated every now and again. We just called him Coach Haynes. He was called my him that. ag teacher. Ag teacher. The only person that could actually, who had telling you whoever has your ear mm -hmm. has your future whoever has Him, your ear has norman your ivy and tila smith wow. tila witherspoon wow. are the only ones that were able to kind of hey let me talk to you kid right and i would have been fine with it in any class and k young i take that back okay. k young i call her grandma to okay. this day but it's it's one of you absolutely right the they're educators, the right educators, who actually have the kind of pull that they need to in order to get you to where it is that you need to be. Now, there's some other educators that you kind of listen to. And like I said, if you don't have the drive, they can either build your future or they can destroy it. Right. 
And it's it's just one of those things. Now, I will say Tila, was it Tila or Tanika? No. Either one of them. They had the influence. Yeah, she was fine as frog hair though. <laughs> yeah, that's why. So that, that, that was one of the reasons why I listened, too. Yeah, I listened yeah. so well because she was she was fly. <laughs> oh my God. If you're listening, I'm married now, but if you're listening. Yikes. I'm I'm glad that I had you as my drama teacher. That's all Man. I'm saying. Well, you be be skating on thin ice. What's she gonna do? Divorce me? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she may a, call me and ask me how to divorce Kelvin. <laughs> well, Chris, let's look at Google together. Chris is not a divorce lawyer. <laughs> let's so look at call Google somebody together. else. I mean, he has openly invited this lady. <laughs> so, <laughs> and Fast and the Furious come out next week, and we all know about that one. So. So, so clearly you're a great storyteller, man. <laughs> clearly. So I've heard. You see story- the way you moved on from yeah, that? Absolutely. That's what I'm trying to save my household. So you told the story about the speed, the speed trap. Like, hey, oh man, yeah, like, like you got me. However, you gonna have to let me go. Oh, which, yeah. which is, I think, my dad and I's favorite line from you. <laughs> hey, it's a great spot, but you gotta let me. You gotta go. let me go. Yeah. Um, you told me the story about Saki uh, with you and Jay. Oh, <laughs> do you Saki. want me to tell that one? Nah, the one we're that I want you to water. tell. <laughs> I think I gotta tell it now. But what's the one you want me to tell? The one I want you to tell is um, about your favorite yeah. R&B group. Oh. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. You know you're messing with the wrong one.